Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 41 of Let's Go Racing with David Starr. Tyler Jones here with you. So glad to have you with us. Coming up on today's show, we are live from Texas Motor Speedway with reaction to Kyle Larson's win, his seventh of 2021, as he is in great shape and locking up a spot in the championship four. We'll break that all down. Plus, this guy, David Starr, a career best finish today, 23rd. We'll talk about that in front of the the audience. And, of course, we will have our normal segments. We'll have our... Uh, news and notes and our Ask David segment at the end of the show. Before we do that, a reminder as always, we're presented by Whataburger. Don't forget that every Whataburger is made fresh, served hot and prepared just like you like it. Want jalapenos and cheese on that? No problem. They've got you covered. Whataburger, proud to serve it hot and fresh 24 hours a day. David Starr joins us right now. David, it is good to see you in the flesh. Man, it's great to be here and uh, always fun to race at Texas Motor Speedway. We've got a lot of friends, family, just great friends you know it's awesome i, I love racing all over all, all across the country but racing at your home track is very special uh so many people have helped me over the years that that somewhere in this room uh you know just fans have been following you for years people who used to drive their dirt cars i mean it's just it's awesome man the atmosphere here at the texas motor speedway and every week is is magical you know but uh Racing here at Texas is always special for me and my family, and, 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 it, and it didn't uh, didn't disappoint this weekend. It was awesome race weekend. Dominic Oregon of the RacingExperts.com is here as always. Don, how are we doing? Oh, doing great. Good to see you guys in flesh again. Right? <laughs> Last time we did this was in this very room four months ago. So awesome to do these next two shows live and get the show on the road. Yes, uh, we're on the road this week and next week, as we'll be at Kansas Speedway uh, next weekend uh, after that race. And so we're doing these live shows back-to-back. So... If uh, you're listening to the audio version on a podcast, then uh, you'll hear it a little bit different than the live show that we're doing right now on Facebook and YouTube. And and a good time to remind you to like us and follow us on Facebook at David Star Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Star Podcast. And you can contact us by email, davidstarpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, David... You mentioned, uh, you know, so many friends, these home track races, always a big deal for you anytime you race at Texas Motor Speedway, and so much support, uh, you know, whether it was sponsors, friends, family, whatever. Uh, busy weekend for you, not only on the track, but off the track, too. Oh, man, no doubt about it. You know, you got sponsor commitments, and you, you know, our buddy Mark Tate, this is his condo we're in tonight, and uh, man, Mark's such a gracious guy takes care of our sponsors, lets them come to his condo, he entertains them. I mean, you got to stop by and see so many people. I told my wife last night we got done racing the Xfinity race, and, man, we were making our stops, and I had about four more stops to go, and I couldn't get to them because I was just wore out, you know. But, you know, it, it's it's such a great sport. The people side of it, man, I, I live, eat, and sleep racing. You know, I love everything about it, the competition. But, you know, the best part about it is the relationships. You, 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 you develop these relationships with people, sponsors and fans, and, and they become family. And uh, sometimes it's hard to, hard to get to everybody in, in a weekend. There's so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. You're racing all day long. You get done. Everybody wants to see you, trying to get by and see everybody and just to spend some time with them. But, uh, man, you're just so thankful that people like you like that. They support you. They're fans of yours. But... You know, without people like Waterburger and Connectus, Kia Sarah, uh, T-Top Manufacturer, just there's just on and on and on. So many companies and 
so many people, they really don't ask much of your time, but they want you to come by and say hello to them. And sometimes that's a challenge, you know what I mean? But, uh, but man, it's, uh, if, you know, if we don't have sponsors in this industry, uh, I don't care what driver you are, what team you are, it's all about having great partnerships and, and good partnerships where you can race like you need to race to be competitive. And man, I, I'm just blessed. I got a we, you guys know, we got about 85 partners. We got a lot of them, Yeah. you know, and just so thankful for every one of them. And uh, man, it's always special to be able to spend time with all of them and new ones that like connect us, man. That was their first race, their first adventure into NASCAR today. Man, they brought so many customers and employees. They had such a ball. And I, I feel like that myself and my racing team and Courtney, my assistant, and just everybody involved, I feel like that they had such a great time that they're going to be back and do more races with us. You know, that's what it's all about. Without companies, without people helping our racing teams and helping us, you can't race. Not at this level. You know, so it's just, it's awesome, you know. And thank God for all these people I'm talking about because, man, it's just, it's, it's a blessing, you know. Pre-racing on the grid yesterday and today, it just looked like you were having so much fun connecting with all the fans and all your partners sitting there on pit road before the race started. Well, man, well, you got jobs like we got. I mean, you know, here it is Sunday night. I don't know what time it is, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, hell. 845. 845. Whatever time I mean, you know, I mean, the real world, people got to go to bed and get up and go to work tomorrow, you know. And yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's how this, that's how our country works, you know. But, you know, we, we raced today, we raced yesterday, tomorrow I'm going to spend some time with my family and, you know, it's, it's, it's busy. But, man, it's almost like we love, we're so passionate about racing, you know, as a driver, a team owner, engine builder, everybody on the racing team, they're so passionate about what we do. Uh, it's almost like, I mean, we've been working our tail off for three days, guys. Yeah. But, it, but man, we love it so much. It's, it's not really work, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hell, I want, another, I, want to, I want to run another race tomorrow, you know what <laughs> I mean? I mean, it's just it's so much fun. It's good stuff, you know? Yeah. And if you can find something you're passionate about and do it for a living, you really never work in your life, you know what I mean? Kind of the way I see it. Yeah, that's so, incredible. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned all these partners uh, that are here and such, and and uh, the impact they've made on you. It amazes me watching from from our perspective, and Dominic can allude to this too. Is that when you come in and you're working with David Starr, it's not just a label that gets put on a race car. I mean, you're building true friendships with these people that uh, that you partner with, and, and and are hanging out and having a good time with them this weekend. <laughs> Well, you did, I mean, there's so many, you know, I just, I, I talk about Mark Tate a lot, yeah. T-Top Manufacturer, because, I mean, obviously, his condo, he's entertained our Whataburger people. Mm -hmm. They had such a great time Saturday. They got to sit on our pit box, take pictures by the Whataburger car. I mean, they had radios. I mean, they're just, that engagement in, in, into our sport, people even never been to a NASCAR race. They were just loving it, and then they get to come up to the condo building mm -hmm. and watch it from a uh, from a condo that has great food. The atmosphere is electric, and drinks, and I mean your your view of the speedway is unbelievable. And Mark's one of our partners. He keeps us on the racetrack, yeah. T-top manufacturer, but he does so much for us. But man, you just you know just the whole thing. I love all of it, and I love every part of it, you know. But. I love winning, I love racing, and I love the people side. This will go away one day, the race car driver side of me, and I can't, I can't even imagine when that day comes, but one day it will go. But the relationships you have with everybody, they last a lifetime. You know what I mean? That's the main thing, and that's the best part. You know, I can go to Little Rock, Arkansas, 
California. I go anywhere and I call somebody up and say, hey, man, I, I, I need somewhere to stay, and I got friends all over the country. You know what I mean? That's the beautiful thing about our sport is the people side of it. Yeah, for sure. So it's for cool. Sure. Dominic, what do you got? No, I agree with that, man, because you're right. The racing ends one day, but it's all the relationships you build, right? Meeting this guy seven years ago, meeting you 10 years ago, right? It all expands, and I think that's what makes going to the racetrack the best part is the people, because it's not fun if you're going by yourself, right? But if you have a group of people to be around or people to enjoy with it, it makes it that much more worth it. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, let's talk about the race, dude. Let's yeah. Man, come on. <laughs> let's, let's start with you, and then I want to transition right. and talk about Kyle Larson and how his season's gone. 23rd, best finish you've ever had in the Cup Series. Um, and all these cars today, typically we see that over time at Texas Motor Speedway, this has been a track of long green flag runs and not a whole lot of crashes and such. Today, there was a lot of action on track. You were dodging uh, bullets the entire day, it seemed. <laughs> Man, I just think it's a package. NASCAR has this downforce package that we run. A lot of drag on the race cars, big spoilers in the back, big holes in the front of the the front ends of the cars and you can run wide open and it, everybody's drafting and you're on top of each other because you can run wide open and you can draft well and it just puts the cars on top of each other and it's a, it's I mean I kind of like it but it's a shame to have that many uh, that many crashes you know you're taking out some great cars Ricky Stenhouse seniors in here with us tonight his son Ricky jr hell of a race car driver and, and i and, and i've cheered for him because the stenhouses are good people and i you know even though i'm out there racing i i'm not going to beat ricky stenhouse jr but you know knowing him knowing his dad knowing their family they're just good people you want him to see him do good sure. he got he got taken out on lap 30 you know what i mean i think it's the package we run mm -hmm. the package puts so much downforce in the car you're running wide open and it just puts everybody on top. It don't take much. You know, somebody messed up. I don't know who it was. Next thing you know, you took out 10 cars on lap 30. You know what I mean? But it's just the, the product of, of the way the cars drive. Well, give us your perspective on that, right? Because that was the biggest crash in Texas NASCAR Cup Series history. Over 10 cars involved. Walk us through that and how your perspective was, how close we were to getting some carnage there. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. It just you know, seemed like, you know, just all hell broke loose. <laughs> Coming off turn two. I mean, I came off turn two and there's spotters saying, go high, go high. There's smoke everywhere. It's kind of like that movie Days of Thunder, you know. It's like they show, I mean, you know, you see that there's smoke. Robin, you can't see nothing. Racing. and my spotter said going high hell i went high and i was just hoping i wasn't gonna run into anybody because i really couldn't see mm -hmm. but you know you just hate it i hate it for the fans i hate it for the competitors because hell lap 30 hell we got 200 300 more laps to go you know and, and you want to see 40 cars on the racetrack sure. you want to see good hard racing and i feel like when you when you take out 10 or 12 cars early in a race I think it takes away from the fans. You don't yes. see as good of a race. And people come to see race cars on the racetrack, you know. But, man, wrecking's part of what we do. It's been part of the sport since the start, spark, since the, start, uh, the sport started. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I didn't even know that was the biggest wreck of the history of the Speedway. I mean, there's been a lot of wrecks <laughs> here, but you know what I mean? But, uh, but anyway, You've been in a few of them. Yeah, I've been in a few of them myself. Yeah. But, man, you do this long enough, you're going to have your fair share, you know. But, uh, but it was a great race. You know, you, you look at Cal Larson and – and the Hendrick Motorsports dominance this year, and it, it continues on. You know, you, you look at what Joe Gibbs, the Gibbs organization, has done since the championship uh, playoffs have started. And uh, but man, uh, you know, I'm not surprised about Carl Larson's dominant. When he would pass me and lap me, 
I mean, it was. It seemed like it was five minutes before second place lapped me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the guy was on a rail. And uh, you but anyway, lap flat, yeah. Yeah, you look at the the finish result, first and second, Hendrick Motorsports. You know, but uh, the, the uh, I think the 48 car was involved in the in that wreck early mm-hmm. on. Right. But man, it's two of the uh, top seven from Hendrick today. Unbelievable. Three of the top seven. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, Kyle Larson, with his resurgence, we know he you miss most of last year. He comes back this year with such authority. And Denny Hamlin looked, has looked really good in this playoff and looks like the biggest challenger to Larson. What do you think of what Larson has done throughout 2021 and including today, the, the way that he dominated and really has just been par for the course what he's done all season long? I mean, it's, this is pretty special. We haven't seen this from Kyle Larson his whole career. Well, you know, he driving for uh, Chip Ganassi the last couple of years, and, you know, he could put those cars into victory lane, not not like he's not not performing like he is in 2021, but, you know, he's won his fair share of uh, races for, for uh, Chip Ganassi. But, man, you put him in a Hendrick Motorsports car, oh, my God, this guy's on fire. But, you know, I was talking to Ricky Stenhouse earlier, and we were talking about Kyle Larson seemed like the Hendrick's organization I think they found something in their cars, and I don't know it's a, if it's a downforce deal underneath. They found something underneath. They have found something that their competitors don't have, and uh, that's not to say that that Cal Larson he's one of the best. Because I was talking to Ricky Senior, and uh, he said, "Man, Cal Larson wins in a late model dirt car. Mm-hmm. Cal Larson wins in a midget. Cal Larson wins in a sprint car." He can win in anything he gets in. He reminds me of Tony Stewart and A.J. Foyt. He's that good, and he's that good in NASCAR, but I think the Hendrick organization right now, I think they found something in all their race cars. I mean, it, this is not not just here, but throughout the season and the playoffs, it's sometimes you see it's the three Hendrick cars in the top five or four Hendrick mm-hmm. cars in the top five. Absolutely. Vegas, they were first, second, and fourth I looked up one time. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously Kyle Larson, I think he's the he's the guy if you're, to win the championship. It's his to lose. It is absolutely his. Absolutely. You look at the numbers, you can't look past the numbers because those don't lie. Eight wins, that's the most wins a Hendrick driver has had in any single season since 2007. Who won the title that year? Jimmy Johnson. But 10 victories and 2,000 laps led this year. Yeah. So, here's a question I have for you. When you see Kyle Larson get this win today. This is the first race of the round of eight. Now he knows he's going to Phoenix and in that championship four with a shot to win the title. These next two weeks, how much of an advantage do you think Kyle and that five team have knowing that they're already going to be in the championship four compared to the other three? I mean, it's it's a big deal. I mean, they can try something. I mean, you know, they're they're – I mean, every week they're the guy to beat, you know, right. the Hendrick cars and Kyle Larson's almost the guy to beat, you know. But, you know, if, if he can relax, I don't even know if they he can relax because he's a racer. He wants to win every race. He's like every driver out there. You want to win. You want to lead every lap. You want to lead practice. You want to win the pole, and you want to lead every race. And I think that's who Kyle Larson is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so even though he's in the final four for the championship, you see him in Kansas City next week. He ain't going to relax. He's going there to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a winner. The, the The organization's a winner. And they, they only think one way, and that's win. You know what I mean? Now, will they try something? Will the, will the will his crew chief, their engineering, will, the, will they try something to, to make them better in the final three races or the, or, the, or, or Phoenix? 
I mean, I would think they probably try and say, they got it figured out already. I don't know if they got to try much because they got it figured out. But if there's time that the next couple races where they can, they got a cushion because they're in the final race or the next four races, uh, you know, it's time to try something. But man, they got it figured out as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. I just think they're going to win all the way to the end. Well, and Cliff Daniels said it best. He was post-race in the media center and asked these very questions too. And he said, no, it's business as usual. We're preparing for Kansas as if we did not win out here at Texas. We want to go out and try to lead the most laps, try to win every race. We're out there. We're competitors. We want to win every single race we're in. Kyle Larson kind of echoed the same thoughts too post-race. I mean, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, just because you win this race, I mean, hell, we're going to the next race, and we, we want to win. I mean, that's what we do. We want to win every race. We want to lead every lap. So, I mean, that's who they are. That's why they're Hendrick Motorsports. That's why Kyle Larson's Kyle Larson. He wins in sprint cars. He wins in midgets. He wins yeah. in dirt late models. He's a winner. So, looking ahead, you got Kansas coming up next week, Martinsville the week following, and this playoff picture and for folks that may not know, you know, even if you're way back in points like Joe Logano, who's 103 out at, a, you know, an eighth place behind Kyle Larson here, even if you're that far back, if you win, you still advance the championship four. So when you look at this points picture that's on your screen right now, David, of those guys there in these next two races, who do you think has the best shot to make that championship four to compete against Kyle Larson at Phoenix here in a couple of weeks for that title? Man, you know, you just got to – Denny Hamlin's the only one that really has been able to kind of knock Kyle Larson off the throne. Yeah. You know, uh, Denny's – I mean, it was amazing. When the when the playoffs started, I, it almost seemed like the Gibbs organization was sandbagging some because when the playoffs started, <laughs> next thing you know, the Gibbs cars are leading races and, and – Leading races and winning races, you know. So I think you got You can't ever count out Denny Hamlin. You can't count out uh, Kyle Busch. But you know, you got Chase Elliott. I mean, just all of them. I mean, you can't. You're talking about the Penske car, Brad, because Lousy Truex had a bad wreck. You know, I don't know if he got hurt, but I heard it, his wreck was a hard hit. Mm -hmm. But man, you can't ever count out any of those guys, you know, because it only takes next week to win and advance you to the next one. So you could take. Joey Logano, who's at right now, you're telling he's me. He's won at both of the next two tracks coming up before. And he's the defending race winner of the Hollywood Casino 400. Absolutely. So, man, it's, you know, just like you guys and all the fans watching it, the playoffs are exciting, but anything can happen. So, uh, be interesting to see how it all works out next week. So, Tyler, I want to ask you, because you look at the points picture. Yeah. Kyle Larson's obviously. We know that there's going to be at least one driver who points their way in. Who do you like to point their way in if they can't get it done at Martinsville or Kansas? You know, I, I look at Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney has done really well since the end of the regular season. And here he is sitting second in points, 51 out. He gets a good finish, top five. He's in on points. And it won't matter what happens at Martinsville. If he can just have a solid top five day, then he'll be in good shape. I think Ryan Blaney is in good uh, position to uh, to get to that next round, but you know when when I look at this playoff picture, one thing that intrigues me is that other than Ryan Blaney, here you have Logano and Kozlowski in that playoff picture for Penske. All three Penske cars still in this top eight, but we haven't looked at Kozlowski or Logano as guys that were really championship threats for the last 
you know, several weeks. They've been in there. They're still alive, but they're not running to the level of some of those Gibbs guys and the Hendrick guys. We know what Blaney's done the last several weeks. What I wonder is, when you look at Kez and Logano, with two weeks to go, can they turn on that switch and possibly steal that championship? Well, you look, too, and they've only won one race piece, David. Talladega for Keselowski and Bristol for Logano. They both have very quiet years, and they've kind of snuck their way to the round of eight. Well, the interesting part, if you can be there, you know, if you can have one heck of a race at Phoenix, you get to Phoenix, those last four guys, if one of them is Brad Keselowski or Ryan Blaney, you just got to beat everybody else. I right. mean, you know, if you can go, I mean, uh, if you can make it in the top four to Phoenix and be in that race, if you have just a – they just give you one heck of a race car and you beat Kyle Larson and you beat Denny Hamlin, I mean, I mean, you can have a guy that's can kind of been struggling. It hasn't been a Denny Hamlin or a Kyle Larson all year long or even in the playoffs. If he makes it to the Final Four and has a heck of a race at Phoenix – He's going to have to win it or beat the other ones. A sleeper, then you got a champion that we never even thought was going to be a champion. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what makes NASCAR racing exciting. You know what I mean? The way the playoffs are structured. You know, we talk about Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're the guys we've always been talking about all year long, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if we didn't have – a sleeper champion, you know, sleeper, all of them are champions and, and all of them are good, but somebody to step up at the last minute and beat those guys. Well, and we kind of saw Joey Logano a couple years ago be a sleeper champion of sorts with only winning three races that year. I think you dubbed it the big three in me, 2018, right? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that is uh, well said. So before we get to our news and notes segment, uh, I, I want to wrap up on Texas as a whole. This was our second visit to Texas in 2021 the all-star race was here and you had this late october affair weather was just beautiful great day of racing we didn't have to deal with any rain thank god in the last couple days that was all good um next year this race moves to late september it's going to be a little bit earlier and we saw how successful the all-star race was this summer david tell me what, what was your thoughts on another successful two-race campaign of Texas Motor Speedway, your home track, getting to host some big-time races here in 2021. Well, I mean, the Speedway does a good job. NASCAR does a good job. And the racing's good. And, and, you know, the way the racetrack is, they reformed turns one and two, took a lot of banking out. They're putting the traction stuff in the middle of the racetrack. I just think it it creates great racing. In the past, uh, I don't know, it's just been a – it's been a – a great season of racing here at the Texas Motor Speedway, but NASCAR as a whole, the whole season's been a great season. Oh, yeah. Been very competitive, uh, even though there hasn't been practice or qualifying, it's been a great year, it's been exciting. We've had several different winners. It's just NASCAR racing is doing well these days. The health of the sport's doing good. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll, we'll be back at Texas for two dates next year, and COTA also gonna be back on the schedule, as we know, for 2022. As well, David, uh, these Texas race fans. We got a lot of Texas race fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, they're going to be represented well at a Coda next week for F1 as well. I mean, these fans have earned these dates, haven't they? Uh, whether it's Coda or here, whatever it may be, they're, they're seeing some great races. <laughs> Man, we got great race fans all over the country, but hey, Texas, you know, you. 
I mean, you just look at the history of the, of, of the attendance here at the Texas Motor Speedway. It's not what it is today, but years past, we've had 220-something thousand people here at the Texas Motor Speedway on a cup race day. I don't know what the attendance was today, but I can tell you the race fans in Texas are passionate about their NASCAR race. They're passionate about motorsports. F1 next week at COTA, uh, the IndyCar race here at Texas, the truck race, they always come and support racing in general, you know, but we have great racing fans all over the country. And it seems like Texas never, never, uh, never disappoints us and uh, love the fans here. Dominic, uh, your, I believe, what was this, your second visit to Texas? Uh, what was your experience like for being here at Texas Motor Speedway? Yeah, second visit here, fifth overall. I'm blown away every time I come here to Texas, man. The fans are awesome. The people are great. The hospitality is great. They say everything's bigger in Texas. It truly does live up to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get to our news and notes segment, just a reminder that the folks at Whataburger kick up 100% pure beef burgers. 24 hours a day. You can get your burger fix anytime, day or night at Whataburger. Proud to serve it hot and for us 24 hours a day. What a burger. Dominic, what is happening in the racing world? What's happening in the racing world? Kyle Larson's what's happening in the racing world, right? Eight yes. wins in 2021 and his 14th overall. Kyle Larson passes Chase Elliott and Tim Richmond and others on the NASCAR All-Time Cup Series wins list. Ties Leroy Yarborough with his 253 laps led in the Auto Trader Echo Park 500 at Texas Motor Speedway. Decent numbers, right? That's good company. Pretty good. That's some great company right there, no doubt about it, you know. Is it too early to be talking about Kyle Larson among the all-time greats? Can we have that discussion yet, or are we still <laughs> let I things think, play out a little I bit? I think after he wins the championship, he definitely, <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it now, but I think he's, 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 he's something special in, in our industry. And, uh, I mean, his talent level, like I said earlier, he – he reminds me of an A.J. Foyt, a Tony Stewart type of a driver, you know, and those guys, yeah. I mean, look what, look what they went on to do. And, uh, no, I don't think it's too early. I think he's a, Hall of, a future Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. Now, when uh, you look at what Kyle's doing this year, and we saw what Chase did last year and how well Kyle Busch has done over time, Denny Hamlin has won a lot of races, is, is Kyle the best driver in the sport right now or is he just having the best season? I mean, I think I think I think he's the best. Yeah. You know, you run eight races, and you know when he jumps out of his cup car and goes to the local dirt track somewhere in Wisconsin, and he gets in a sprint car and he wins, and he gets in a dirt late model. Mm -hmm. There's no denying that he's probably one of the he's probably the best right now. You know what I mean? And, and will be for a while. But he's he's the talent he has. You don't have drivers. Some drivers. They specialize in IndyCar racing, specialize in sprint car racing. This guy can jump in anything and win, and that's when you know you got somebody special. You know, Kyle Larson is special. Yeah, he so, is. Yeah. Dominic, what else is going on? So NASCAR has told Ken Harvick and Chase Elliott might be a little bit old news, but to, to put the feud to rest, right? Because <laughs> the feud can affect thousands of people for NASCAR. So NASCAR is telling everybody, hey, cool it. Think about the people who are involved with these teams, right? This affects people's livelihoods, the paychecks, right? We're talking about the rivalry of Kevin Harvick and Chase Sutton that dates back to Bristol. And guys, that Dave especially, man, this kind of, this feud reminded me so much of the Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Bodine rivalry of the 1980s where NASCAR had to step in and tell these guys to cool it. Absolutely. We had Jeff Bodine on our podcast, and I didn't realize that him and Dale Earnhardt, you know, that the movie Days of Thunder was kind of built after their relationship and their rivalry they had. And NASCAR did have to step in. But let me remind you all that uh, 
Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott, one of our biggest superstar race car drivers in the Cup Series for a while. I mean, to have them feuding and beating and banging on the racetrack, people love it. The yeah. fans love it. It's drama. Drama is good for our sport. So I think it's all, I, I mean, really, I don't want anybody to take me out. I don't want to take anybody out. But these guys are hard competitors. And uh, a little bit of drama, man, let me tell you, I ran in that Bristol race in the cup race. Yeah. When I got out of my race car, man, when they were interviewing Kevin Harvick, I never heard so many boos. The place was exploded with boos. And I didn't know what Kevin was saying, but what was happening, that when he spoke, the whole, you couldn't even hear. It was just boo. I mean, and then, man, when, when they interviewed Chase Elliott, man, the place erupted. You know what I mean? It was amazing. You know, I felt like the guy who ever – Whoever won that race, they were like, man, I'm getting the glory's kind of taken away from the winner because they were so intrigued and so excited about that, what was happening, the drama, and the drama continued on into Vegas yeah. in the next week and then in the Roval. But I think a little bit of racing drama, a little bit of rivalry in our sport is good for the sport. It keeps me, in, in, you know, keeps me, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen to these guys next week. Who's going to do what? You know, the fans can't wait. It's going to be exciting. So it's not a bad thing, but NASCAR did have to step in and say, hey, guys, you know, time out. So we had an update on this feud today, actually post-race. Uh, this courtesy from Jeff Gluck. He caught up with uh, Kevin Harvick afterwards. And Harvick said, I'm still baffled that he's worried about me. I had no chance to win a championship. Looks like he should figure out how to take the same car and run as fast as the five. What do you think of that <laughs> comment, David? Well, I mean, uh, you know, knowing Kevin like I know him, he's he's uh, so he is not going to be a 2021 NASCAR champion. Right, he's out of the playoff, right. But it's interesting because I think he's getting in the head of Chase Elliott. You know what I mean? So he's talking. Chase Elliott's probably listening. And it's interesting, you know, if you got Chase Elliott, our champion, 2020 champion, and a, he, driving a Hendrick Motorsports car, and you bring Kyle Larson over as your teammate, and you're the past champion, and next thing you know, Kyle Larson seems to be the number one guy over there, and Kevin's kind of fu putting fuel to that fire. <laughs> I mean, I would say Kevin's playing a little bit of mind games sure. with Chase Elliott right now, and I think knowing Kevin like I know him, you know, he's probably going to do everything he can to make sure that Chase Elliott is not the champion 2021. And I think that's what NASCAR is worried about. They want him to keep it clean. Hey, guys, let's go back to racing. Let's, let's, let's stop the feuding right now because because there's a lot at stake with Chase Elliott right now because he's in, he's in the championship running. Right. So, you know, Kevin's probably saying, okay, guys, I agree, NASCAR. I'm, I, we'll, we'll stay away from each other. But – He's not really doing that. He, I mean, he is going to do it on the racetrack, but now he's playing mind games with the guy. Mm -hmm. So we know Chase is a young guy and that he yeah. is a champion. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Kevin can get to him? Do you think this is going to affect Chase? <laughs> Man, I don't know. you got to remember who Chase Elliott's dad is. Yeah. Awesome Bill Elliott. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he's this ain't his first rodeo. And, I mean, he's, he's run from other championships growing up. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you uh, – you know, you can't let people play mind games with you. But Kevin's trying, and um, I wouldn't think it would affect Chase Elliott. He's a champion. He's a winner. I do think it bothers him, and I don't know this for a fact. I'm giving you my opinion. 
I think it bothers Chase Elliott that he's not the number one guy at Hendricks right now, and he's not the guy that's favored for the championship, and he's not the one bringing home the trophies to Hendrick Motorsports on Monday morning. Yeah. I think it does bother him. So I have a feeling that I know where this is going to go, but I'm going to go ahead and bring this out anyway. So let, let's poll the audience here. Who's on uh, Chase Elliott's side in the, the Kevin Harvick feud? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was very loud for Chase Elliott. All right, now, now who's on Kevin Harvick's side? I think we heard more for Kevin. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. Yeah, so that actually was a bit of a surprise. Yes, I agree. And you know what's cool? What's cool about everybody's responses in, in our audience here, and that's if you took all the race fans sitting in the stands. You know, that's what's cool. That's what makes the rivalry kind of cool. So you got, you know, half the fans for Harvick, half the fans for Chase Elliott, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think if you look at the last uh, most popular driver in NASCAR, I think Chase Elliott's won it about the last three or four years. So, mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, it, like I said, the, the feud and the rivalry is a great thing for our sport. And we have a comment in from the YouTube stream. Sean Estrada says Chase. And we have Eddie E says, Hi, David. Great job today in Judson Racing Network. What's up, guys? What's up, man? <laughs> Very nice. And uh, anything else on the news and notes front? That'll do it on the news and notes. Yes. So there you have it. Uh, that's what we have for you on the uh, news and notes, uh, as always, uh, here on uh, Let's Go Racing. Before we get to uh, our Ask David segment, uh, I do want to bring okay. in uh, the folks from Connectus, uh, Neil and uh, company. Who we have anyone else here? Just, Just myself. Just Neil. Myself. Neil, come on through. And uh, as uh, we have Vance Starr also here. <laughs> Make room. We'll try to act like we like one another. Uh, Neil, uh, connect us. So you guys are on the car today, and this was your first time working with David. Tell us about connect us and what was your experience like being at this, the uh, track this weekend? Absolutely delighted to be here this weekend. I mean, every single person with us, whether it was from Connectus or from Kyocera, which is also on this shirt, had an absolute here, fabulous water time. Ball. And we were so happy as well with the result, 23rd, 23rd, you know, apparently it's a, a lifetime best in, in the Cup Series. So very, very happy. Um, d delighted as well with the coolness of the man because I think it was a spin out in the 302nd lap if I remember yeah. uh, Antonio Alfredo yeah and I and all the cars were at a standstill and there was a little fellow handing out water and I asked David later on you know did you want the water was it really sweltering hot in the car and he said no Neil I actually didn't need the water I just wanted to be polite <laughs> that's David that's the encapsulation of David Starr very modest and always thinking about other people that's awesome. Uh, connect us. Uh, you guys, new partner with uh, David Starr. Tell us about what you and Kiyosir are doing. So, um, connect us is a Verizon master agent. And so we have agents throughout the entire United States who help small to medium sized business with their technology needs, particularly wireless, business internet, conference calling, and such like. Very cool. And a announcement. Uh, we have a week to build on this because we'll be on the road again next week at Kansas Speedway. And we're going to do a bit of a giveaway, uh, Neil. Absolutely, absolutely, Tyler. So we went to our partners, Kiyosera, and we said, do you happen to have a phone somewhere on a shelf that we could offer as a prize for a competition? And they said, no, for Tyler and Dominic, no, it has to be only the best. So they gave me a brand new 
top of the top of the line. This is the Duraforce Ultra 5G ultra wideband. So I mean, it, it's top of the line. It does everything. 5G ultra wideband. It's ruggedized. If you drop it from a high height, it will survive. You can put it underwater, etc., etc. It's it's not going to be this one. It's going to be new in the box, and you get seven days to give us the correct answer. Yeah, by um, giving the answers below in the the comment boxes. Now, the question we were going to ask you was. What are the primary colors of the dragon suit that David wore today? And then it occurred to me, uh, how silly is that? Because Look at that right there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm wearing it, it's red, white, and blue. So I thought to myself, let's come up with something a little bit funnier, something a little bit imaginative, okay? So I want you to think about the, the, the names, the titles of tunes or songs that we all know. So let me give you an example. The first one that comes to mind. What was the first... Uh, what was the first um, video that was played on MTV, if you think back? It was the Buggles Video Killed the Radio Star. So we could play with it a little bit and think, uh, let's say, Video Killed the Rodeo Star. Right, that's not particularly funny. Um, a lot of you know the Neil Young song, the Butcher song. Every time you go away. But change it one or two words so instead of the usual words, every time you go away, you take a piece of meat with you. Yeah, now that's not particularly funny. I know you can all come up with much funnier ideas than that. So you get seven days, enter as many times as you want, just take a song with a title that we would all recognize, change one or two words, and in seven days, Tyler and Dominic will announce which one we think is the funniest. Okay? Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Very, very and awesome. we'll be announcing the winner at the Kansas Speedway Kansas live show. Next yes. Yes. Sounds great. Next week, uh, that'll be uh, incredible. Uh, you know the, the the one I would come up with. You know, there's that uh, there's that song I can only imagine. Uh, what about I can only eat margarine? <laughs> like it. That's good. There you go. You're on the right track. I can only eat water burger. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, uh, man, I, I just want to say, Neil, to you know John and, and Kelly and Ben, the Connectus family. Man, thank y'all for uh, for for believing in on my racing team and stepping in and sponsoring us and being a part of our our racing today here at the Texas Motor Speedway. And, and man, it's, it's been a pleasure to meet all your employees, customers. Uh, man, it's just been a heck of a weekend. And uh, man, I'm so excited about the future with us. It's been wonderful for us as well, Dave. Thank you very much for Thank partnering you, with us. Thank I you. I look forward to the future. There you have it. Connect, connect us. Check them out. So gracious to host us this weekend and and uh, doing a great job, of course, with T Top Manufacturing. Uh, Mark, tell us about this weekend from your vantage point. Did, did you have a good time? We we always have a good time. Or <laughs> <laughs> we change whatever it is that don't make a good time. Uh, of course, we had a good time. We got to meet more new people. Uh, David's got some new sponsors on his car, so I got to meet a lot of those people. We appreciate them helping David. Uh, David's got a really big family. Like he said, he don't just have sponsors. He he creates a family, and you kind of grow with them. And, mm -hmm. uh, 
What do we call him, Uncle David? Uncle yeah. David. Yeah. I met so many. Cousin Dan. The, the great thing yeah. is we're all NASCAR fans too, so that's even double plus. So we've met a lot of good people and a lot of new people, and we appreciate them uh, for helping David. And, uh, even, I mean, just since I've met David a couple of years ago, I mean, it, I've met the Stenhouses. I got to meet Stenhouse Senior today. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah, I, he's a legend. Yeah. I've heard yeah. all the stories yeah. and, and finally got to meet him today. And heck, I've even met uh, Junior's bus driver, Chris. He comes up and hangs out with So you meet, you, meet, you don't just meet sponsors, you meet everybody. Mm -hmm. and, and it takes a big team and organization. It takes a village. Yeah, absolutely does. Uh, but yeah, the only thing that can make these weekends better is we go back to qualifying and practicing <laughs> so we can make it a four day weekend instead of a two day there weekend. There you go. That'd be, the, that'd be the one thing that would help make the weekends better. Tell, so, us, tell us about your company. Yeah, tell us about T-Top. We, uh, we are a metal fabricator, uh, sheet metal fabrication. Uh, we do a lot of work for Peterbilt Motors. We do a lot of work for baggage handling companies. Uh, you name it. If it's made out of metal, aluminum, steel, stainless steel, we can pretty, pretty much do anything with it. So Mark looks at our race cars and said, I can build that yeah, for you. Yeah, you know, David never wrecks, so I, I, I don't really have a lot to offer, David. He never tears anything up that we can help. <laughs> Man, I, I just, you know, Mark's, Mark and his wife, uh, Carrie, just so gracious. Uh, you know, we had our Waterburger folks here on Saturday's race for the Xfinity race. And, you know, they get to come down and take pictures with the Waterburger car. They took pictures in their, our pit stall. They're all branded Waterburger, And they got to sit on the pit box and watch the race for about 20 laps, 40 laps, whatever it was. And Mark invited yeah, them up to his condo. You know, he had he had food for them. He had drinks. I mean, just Mark Mark and his family are so good with helping us. Not only do they does Mark sponsor us and help support us and keep us racing, he helps me with my other partners. You know what I mean? So it's just a great relationship, and you can tell all these folks this beautiful condo we're in that y'all that y'all stayed in this weekend. You know, Mark was nice enough to, to let us use it this weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Mark Tate and his wife Carrie, they do so much for, for us in racing. It's just, I'm, I'm just blessed that he's my friend. Yeah, that's terrific. Sure, sure. Mark uh, is always my friend. Great to see you. Thanks Mark, for having us. Appreciate you. The only thing, David, was you weren't supposed to beat the T top. <laughs> <laughs> that was the deal. We let Connectors have you for this weekend, but you weren't supposed to beat us. So the deal was so Mark, Mark uh, he had T top manufacturing on the hood of Timmy Hill's car. And so my deal with Mark is hey, man. Uh, we're going to support Timmy this weekend, but you can't pass that car. I said, Mark, that might be the only car I can pass. <laughs> so every time I passed Timmy Hill on the racetrack, I was thinking, oh, Mark's going to be mad again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. That's good. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Thank you Mark. Appreciate that. All right. Our uh, Ask David segment coming up in uh, just one second. But... Stop by Whataburger for a hot, hearty breakfast any morning or late at night. They're serving up breakfast from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. Proud to serve a hot and fresh 24 hours a day at Whataburger. Let's go ahead and get to our Ask David segment where we'll bring in the audience to ask some questions. And so we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, see who's, who wants to get the first question in. Not everybody all at once. Don't be shy. Come questions. on. Jack, Jack. I know you got a question. Come on. Neil's got a question. Neil. I, I, I got that guy in the back. Jackie has right. a question. You don't ask the question from the other side of the camera. All right, here we go. Who's, who's up first? All right, come on back. Come on, Jack. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Come on. Come on. All right, well, come on, Jackie. All right, here we go. Show your face for a minute and ask the question. Come on. Well, I'm an old NASCAR fan, and since the day it started, I saw you made tonight in the hallway right. from my friend that lives next door. Did you drive the trucks? Were you I, in the truck series? I've raced in the truck series for like 16, 17 okay, years. Okay, and Absolutely. I do remember that those days. Crazy. It reminded me how old I am. All right, thank you. I just saw No, no problem. Thank you. Thanks nice for joining us tonight. Good to meet you. David did drive in the truck series. Had a very successful run in the truck. Man, I love the truck race. The NASCAR. I mean, I don't care if you're NASCAR, Camp World Truck Series, Xfinity Series, or the Cup Series. Our, every series is so competitive. And man, racing those pickup trucks for as long as I did, man, I, I, I cherish and love those days. There were great racing days. Racing with Ron Horner Day and Jack Sprague and Mike Skinner. And, Dennis Setzer and you know on and on and on. It's just man that we just had some great great. You talking about Kevin Harvick and, and Chase Elliott rivalries? Man, the Truck Series back in the day when I raced there, dude, we were all beating and banging. There was rivalries every week. It was awesome. That's so awesome. love I, the Truck Days. I love to remind you about that fight you had with Tom Bodine. <laughs> well, I, I was just I would just tell you that's called passion. You know what I mean? So that's just passion. You know. Really? We'll leave that. We'll leave that at that. You know? We'll open up the questions. Wait, wait, too. hold on. I, I got to know. Since Kim, Kim, do you remember when he got into it with Todd? I was pregnant with DJ. Right there. What did you say to him afterwards? Whip his ass. Now we got the real story. He's probably mad at me for saying ass. The truth of the matter, Todd Bodines was a was a very complete. Just a, a, a great race car driver, a tough competitor, and I mean, we race pickup trucks. I mean, there's just—I mean, we beat and bang. We're tough trucks, tough drivers, and man, tempers flared at times. But if I, it just—to sum it up, I would just say passion. If you didn't care, if you didn't want to win so bad, you know, sometimes you know the, the, your temper gets the best of you because you want to win. It's passion. Yeah. That kind of stuff happens, but. The truth of the matter is, Todd was a great friend of mine, still a great friend today, and it happens, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get another question. Let's get another question. Yes. Right. Come on up. Coach Griff. So I just met you for the first time earlier. Yes. Oh, tell us your name. Jackie Griffith. Where are you from, Jackie? Uh, Eastern Oklahoma. Hey, there we go. Move <laughs> So, Sooner. the first thing that I noticed was your in, in your voice and in your, in your speech was your passion for what you do. Yes, sir. But I got a question. If you wasn't doing this, what would you be doing? <laughs> That's a great question. Load is long. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said that you would be like Hank Hill selling propane and propane accessories. Well, I, you know. Well, you know, I, I think uh, yeah, it's a great question. And uh, growing up, Working for my dad, we had an automotive transmission shop called Star Automotive and Transmission Service. Uh, you know, I, I was learned a lot from my dad. We, he was a great mechanic and loved cars and could fix any kind of car or truck. And uh, man, our business, his, my parents' business was incredible. And uh, I, I think I thank God a lot uh, when you when you fall on your dream, you. Uh, 
you know, you can't you can't always take off of work, you know. <laughs> when you work for your parents, you can beg you can beg for forgiveness later. <laughs> you know, a, a normal job, you know, you couldn't do that. So being able to work for my parents and, and, and learn that trade as a mechanic to be uh you know, that was my trade. That's what I did to make a living after I graduated, but it also gave me the freedom to do what I needed to do to race cars, go wherever I need to drive this guy's race car travel here, race for this guy, you know, racing, you know, trying to get to that, uh, trying to reach where we're at today. Uh, if it wasn't for my parents having their business, I might not have made it. So pretty cool stuff. You know? yeah. so, so if I wasn't racing cars, I probably took over my dad's business and running a transmission automotive shop in Houston, Texas. You know what I mean? I, I think, you know, you asked if I didn't make it in racing, I would probably still be racing a race car, dirt car, or something somewhere, but running my parents, owning my parents' business, because that's what we grew up doing. That's that's what I know. That's what I did, and I still do that today. Let's go around the room, Dominic. What would you do if you weren't doing this job? My stomach—that's an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> I probably need something in my hometown, Grants, New Mexico. Yeah, I might be teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Might be teaching. Yeah. Might be, yeah. Um, and Tyler, before you say it, <laughs> man, I don't even think everybody here listening to Tyler speak, and when you open your mouth, I mean, we can't think. I mean, I would never think of you doing anything else by, except what you do, because when, when you open your mouth and speak, you got to be a radio guy or a TV commentator. Yeah or a newscaster, a sports newscaster, because you have, you're gifted with such a great, beautiful voice. But man, I just say, stop, stop, you know what stop. I mean? I mean, it's amazing, dude. Oh, so, thank you, thank you. I, but, but it is interesting, I'd like to know if you wasn't doing what you do, what would you do? Well, I would, I've always loved people and communicating with people. And so I would probably work in you know, some type of marketing of some sorts, um, you know, maybe advertising industry. I feel like I could, I watch some of these commercials on TV. I'm like, these idiots don't know how to make good TV commercials. You know, um, or uh, in my next life, I'm getting into real estate and buying a lot of property and selling things. Like so that. Maybe realtor or something. So that, that, that's me. But all interesting answers there. Who else got another question? Can I get All right. Jackie, come on by. Hello. How are we doing, Jack? I'm doing great. All right. What do you got for us? Okay, so I know you mentioned the movie Days of Thunder when there was a wreck on the track, right? Yeah. How realistic is that connection to your crew chief and actual racing? <laughs> well, it's it's that's a great question because um, uh, sometimes it's not so much my crew chief, but people know Carl Long because Carl was a race car driver, raced the NASCAR Cup Series for years, raced trucks, Xfinity. Now he's my team owner. But sometimes Carl gets on the radio and says, "Hey, uh, don't pit, don't pit the next lap because we're eating ice cream." You know what I mean? He, <laughs> he makes it fun. You know what I mean? And uh, today that the sounds race. like Carl. Yeah. That's Carl, man. So Carl, sometimes it's real like that. Real when we heard uh, in the days of thunder when uh, what was the crew chief's name? Um, God, I don't remember. Harry Hog, right? Yeah. Harry Hog. Yeah. Yeah. It was Harry Hyde. Yeah. But uh, but. Sometimes it's real like the movie. Absolutely. Not all the time, but Carl makes it fun, and he asks some funny questions, and he makes it where we're so serious and so focused 
he'll get on there and he'll say something crazy and funny and it just kind of breaks the ice to, yeah. to loosen you up. You know yeah. what I mean? So it does happen, and that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Absolutely. All right. Bring in somebody else. Who else we got? Who's got some other questions? What's that? What's that? Go ahead. Come on, Courtney. Uh, come on. Tell introduce Courtney. All right, let's first, before we get to your question, we wanted to take some time to introduce Courtney. Courtney is uh, David's uh, right hand, yeah. assistant, yes. PR, about everything in between. Uh, and you know, we've been working with Courtney for about a year, yes. but this is the first time we've actually got to meet you. And uh, we'd love to have you this weekend. And and uh, tell us first off about what's it been like dealing with this guy? Because he can be a little bit to handle. Oh, you're telling me. Um, well, I will say, if there's any driver that I want to represent, it's him. He is everything that the sport should be, and he's he to me is just a perfect example for the future drivers. So that's one thing I want to say. He's great to work for. He's great to work with. He's always happy. He's always yeah. passionate. He's always excited. Um, a little, a little disorganized sometimes. But, a lot. Um, <laughs> a little scatterbrained. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're here. So um, that's one thing. But one thing I would love for you to talk a little bit about is why a finish like today is important for our small team the way it is. Because not everyone understands why this is so big for us to have such a good finish. Yeah, that's a great. That, that's. You know, that's 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 a, a good good statement, a good question because she wants the PR spent. Well, now, <laughs> you know, it's just good for our team. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of teams that we compete against that aren't big budgeted teams. You know, you got your powerhouse teams, and uh, uh, I, I consider our our Carl Long MBM Motorsports team a smaller team. It's not one of the ones that has millions and millions and millions of dollars, and we're not a powerhouse team. But, you know, you take a bunch of guys and women that work on our racing team, they don't have all the resources it takes to be a, a winning racing team, but what they do have, they have a lot of heart and they have a lot of passion. And when you can, when you can run good and get a great finish like we did today, and we had a great race car in Xfinity race too, we had a mechanical issue towards the end and when we didn't get the finish that we thought we were gonna get, but man, when you run good, it, it just kind of, it kind of, uh, all that hard work and all that passion and all that dedication and all the hours and hours being away from your family, the struggles, it makes it worth it when you can run good, you know? And having Connect us on board with us this weekend, having Whataburger, you know, they understand, uh, man, and I think one of the things that they like about us, we don't ever give up, we're very passionate, we have a lot of heart about what we're doing. And they probably know that we're not going to win the race. But, man, we, we go there. We come to the racetrack thinking we can when I get inside the race car. I mean, I'm a winner. My team's a winner. We want to win. The reality of it is we probably doesn't, we don't have the equipment to win. But, man, you know, if I can finish in the top 15, you know, top 10, uh, sometimes I want to pull into victory lane with the winner because we won. But to, to Courtney's point, you know, it's just it's so much for our partners, our everybody, our team, uh, myself, to run good every once in a while because that's what we all want to do, you know. And I love it when my team's excited when they leave the racetrack. I mean, even though it was 23rd, I mean, it's not winning, but it's almost like a win for our little yeah. team, you know. 
I mean, I want to pull, I want to cross the finish line and be the first one to see that checkered flag. We work every day to accomplish that goal. And the hope brings us back tomorrow, next week, two weeks from now. And uh, with great partners like Connectus and Whataburger, we're heading in the right direction, yeah. you know. And, uh, but man, I, that's just, I, I just think it's momentum and it's for the team, really more for the team because, man, they're excited and we get to go do this again next week. So, yeah. great question for me. Now, awesome. Courtney, before you go here, yeah. now let, let David brag on you for a second because she, she does, carries a lot of weight for you. Well, yes. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, in this sport, you know, you got your uh, sending out presentations. Uh, you know, you do a presentation on the computer, email it. Well, you know, I don't have a lot of skills. Court, Courtney's a great team. You know, we, we have a, we're a great team together. She mails out presentations. We have schedules. She says, hey, you need to be here, be there. Helps me with my travels. She's here taking care of the Connectus people and the Kyocera people. She helps coordinate uh, when the Whataburger people come to the racetrack contract. She does more than I pay her for, but really the truth of the matter is, but, uh, but Courtney also works for another company uh, that sponsors me, Alarm Tech Systems. They're out of, Courtney lives in Reading, Pennsylvania. I live in Dallas, Texas, but we're a great team together. You know, uh, with all the electronics we have and emails and everything, we can work as one team, but man, the, the, her and her other employer, uh, Missy and, and, uh, and Rich Fix, that on alarm tech system, man, you talk about some of the best people that I know. And man, what a great sponsor. They sponsor us at Pocono, Pennsylvania, Dover, Delaware, and Courtney works for them. And they're nice enough. And, you know, even though they sponsor us, they love NASCAR. And we're kind of like family. They said, man, the girl that works for us that does a great job, she does so many other jobs besides racing. I mean, it's amazing that my sponsor, Alarm Tech System, Rich and Missy will let me have Courtney. I mean, she was here Friday. She should have been at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, what a, what a great partner. What a great sponsor we have. And, and it works. You know what I mean? So Missy and Rich Fix and their, and their girls are just an awesome family. And, and, man, what a blessing it is to have Courtney working with me. She, she makes it, you know, behind the scenes. She makes it all work. Yeah. Absolutely. So she's awesome. <laughs> there you go. We, we, we didn't mean to embarrass you. Thank you. Oh, God. There you have it. All right. So Vance has got a question. Uh, Vance Starr. Okay. What, what's the hardest thing about switching to, to Xfinity car to switching to a compulsory car? Oh man, buddy, that's a great That's a very question. good question. That's a, good that's a big question. J Journal yeah. question right there. Money. Man. Money. <laughs> Nancy wants to know, my son wants to know what the difference between an Xfinity car and a cup car. Well, I would say about 15 miles an hour faster. The cup car is electronic fuel injection, so it makes more horsepower. It's got a computer, it's got a cool dash panel. Uh, the car sits lower to the ground. It's just, it's a different type of race car. Both of them are great race cars. They're both fast. They're both stock cars. But the car we race today is, is a lot different from the car I ran, my Waterbury car. My Connectus car, my Connectus Ford Mustang today is, uh, was a great race car, but there's a lot, there's a lot of differences. And, uh, in cup racing, there's no ride half rules. So the car is slammed on the ground. You know, my other son, DJ, like he always says, hey, Dad, 
that vehicle down the high slam, you know. What's slam mean, buddy? It's like it's on the ground. It's lower, you know what I mean? All our cup cars are slammed. They're all on the ground. They look cool. They're low. Electronic fuel injection, um, you know, lots of power. Uh, you know, we got computers, ECMs. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, on, the, on, on our race on Saturday, our Xfinity cars, there's no electronic fuel injection. It's still a carburetor. And we don't have an ECM. We don't have computers yet. On the so is, side. It, is it like going from your SUV to your sports car? <laughs> not really, because both cars are fast. <laughs> <laughs> so not really. I would I wouldn't compare it that way because the Xfinity cars they uh, man they they're they're fast and they handle the same. Far as I'm concerned, they drive the same. But uh, one's about 15 miles an hour faster. You know the Cup car. Man, you can feel the horsepower. You know Xfinity car. Uh, it, even though was, there's plenty of power there, you can't feel that power as much as I sure. feel it on Sunday's car. Yeah. Is, there, is there any street car that would maybe compare it to running a Cup or Xfinity car that <laughs> way it would feel the handling or anything? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, the new Corvettes, you know, how, how fast they are and how they accelerate. Or, you know, Carl Long's wife, Dee Dee, drives a Tesla. And I, and for the first time when I was at the shop about four weeks ago, Carl said, hey, man, get in this Tesla. First Tesla I ever drove or rode in. And man, when you step on the throttle that on that Tesla, oh my God! <laughs> I mean, I never, I never knew how it's instant, and man, it'll set you back in the seat, and it feels like the acceleration on our Cup cars. Man, when you step on the gas pedal on one of these Cup cars, man, it's, there's some power there. Mm -hmm. Shout out Elon Musk. <laughs> All right, we got time for about one or two more questions. All right, go on, go on, on down. All right. <laughs> All right, what's your name? Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Uh, where, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Dallas? No, Close. no, no, no. Oh. Tell them where are you from? Uh, Denton. Denton, Texas. Denton. Yes. Mean Green. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Mean All Green. The Eagles. Yes. All right. All right. So my question is who has the best lawn in Frisco? <laughs> 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 Where's Matt? Matt can answer that. <laughs> I hear you cut it with scissors. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, growing up, that's a man, Cassie, that's cute. <laughs> Everybody's giving me a hard time about my lawn, you know, but I, you know, growing up, my dad, uh, our yard had to be spotless. No leaves, edged and mowed with lines. You know, my dad liked our yard spotless. He trimmed the bushes. So, man, growing up as a little boy, he he just taught me. He said, you walk, after you mow the grass and trim the bushes, you pick up every leaf and you turn the soil over and you wash the driveway and you wash the street. Sure. And, man, every – I'm my dad. I do all of it. I can't stand a leaf in my yard and my yard's got to – I can't leave or go do anything. My yard's not manicured just perfect, you know. And your dad, Jack, knows that. And uh, it's kind of a bad disease, you know. It's, I don't think it's a bad thing, but, you know, it's like, man, I can't leave because my yard don't look good. I got to spend a day mowing my yard. That's, that's bad, you know what I mean? But I like, I like taking care of my yard. I love my home, and I like it clean. And, you know, I, I like everything spotless. And I don't know if that's reality, but that's just what I like. And uh, so... Yeah, my wife said, all oh, everybody in the neighborhood knows you're weird, and I am weird. That's one of my quirkiness is that I like my yard clean, you know. But it's all good. But that's that's cool. I like that, Cassie. 
Thanks Thank for you. calling me out. <laughs> <All right. laughs> One more. Who wants to ask the last question tonight? Here we go to your right. All right, go ahead. Come on, come on. That's Tony. All right, Tony. How are we doing? Hey, we want to we want to thank you again for partnering up on the Whataburger car this Man. weekend with Boathouse, both headquartered in Corpus Christi. So we love that. Tony's a a, a great guy. Uh, Matt Jennings, the guy that helps me with a lot of our sponsors. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt and Tony are great friends, and Tony's been helping us all year with his company, Boathouse Bar and Grill in uh, Corpus Christi. Yep, right out there on North Pottery Island. Yeah, but Tony was on our Whataburger car this weekend, and he also sponsored Timmy Hill this weekend, and, and he's yep. helped us throughout the year this week, and man... Yeah, we, no, it's, it's, really it's been great. It. Thank it's you, been great. It's Thank been great you. this season. Yes. Um, I want you to tell us a story, since you've mentioned Days of Thunder, when Cole Trickle was yelling at his pit boss when he came in first and left third, I want you to tell us about a story that that happened with you. He came in and the pit crew wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Like an air gun got caught or something got caught. Tell us about that story. Man, Tony, you put me on the spot. <laughs> hey, nothing no, nothing no, negative, no, nothing no, negative. Time to throw somebody under yeah. the bus. No, no, I mean, it's, 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 man, you know, it goes back like to. What's going through your mind? It's that. going back to passion, you know I mean? It's, it's, man, you know, I, I feel like the driver's got to do his job and, and, you know, your crew chief's got to do his job and everybody has a job to do and, you know, you expect the best out of everybody and, you know, and, when you come in 15th and you go out 22nd or 25th, I mean, it's hard to, to pass race cars on the racetrack. I mean, that's what we do, but it's easy if you come in pit road to put four tires on and make adjustments and fuel up the race car. If you come in 15th, I want to go out 15th or I want to go out 14th. When we come in 15th and we go out 25th, man, I'm mad, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm mad, you know, and and it's called passion that you're just competitive and you know and, and sometimes you know a lot of times it's hard to hold your emotions back because i'm a guy that lifts my team up and sometimes my lips bleeding because i'm fighting so hard because i want to you know but i think you know my team owner sitting on the pit box my crew chief a lot of times i don't even have to say anything because i know they're they're you know they're they're doing it for me, you know. But if you tell your team, hey, man, we'll get them next time or, hey, I'll get them back if you lift them up because, you know, I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes behind the steering wheel. Your crew's going to have make a mistake. Everybody's going to make mistakes. But I can just say we lose as a team and we win as a team. And, uh, you know, so I've learned over the years, you know, just keep your mouth shut, lift people up, let them know it's going to be okay. They're going to fight harder for you. If I if I belittle them or get on to them, uh, you know you don't want to you don't want to do that. Even though sometimes I want to do that, and have I done it in the past? I have, but you know I think if you tell people, hey man, you're a hell of a tire changer, you know you guys are awesome, and hey things happen, we'll get it back. We will get it back. We'll get those spots back. You know if you work like that, I feel like it's better as an organization. You know because I'm kind of the I'm kind of the quarterback of our team, and I lift people up. I don't want to try to, you know, knock them down. And, and, and you know, Tony, they feel bad when they don't do good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. So, I mean, if they're like me, man, nobody's your own worst critic than yourself. You know, I hold myself to high standards. Your business, you're successful. You hold yourself to high yeah. standards. I think, you know, everybody working on my racing team, I hope 
they do the same thing, and I'm pretty sure they do. So, but have I wanted to say something bad every almost every race? But I don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, Wes. Okay. And before we uh, go, a quick note looking ahead to uh, next week. By the way, um, we're excited to announce uh, some big breaking news of sorts that uh, next Saturday at Kansas Speedway. That uh, that we're going to see Brett Baer, uh, the host of special reporter of Fox News, have a, a special paint scheme promoting his new book, uh, To Rescue the Republic, the uh, number one best-selling book in the country right now. And uh, that's going to be on your race car, and the uh, car is going to have U Ulysses S. Grant on the car. Man, Tell Brett, me about this. Man, Brett Baer, man, what a... I mean, Brett Bear is just an awesome person. Uh, Matt Jennings uh, brought Bear, uh, Brett Bear to us. Uh, Brett joined us for a couple races uh, earlier in the season, and we went to a hospital, and I got to do some stuff with Brett, hang out with Brett. I watch him on TV with Fox, Fox News in the evening time in Texas at 6 o'clock in the evening. You can watch Brett Bear, special report with Brett Bear. I mean, I love Brett Bear. He, he just has... He's got a great voice like you. Uh, he gives it. He gives you the facts. What a great guy! And I want to, uh, if we can bring in Matt Jennings. Come here, Matt. Uh, come on, Matt. I mean, Matt, we, we Matt. ran out of time for Matt Jennings. Well, come here, Matt. <laughs> Matt, Matt. We, we, we. We, you we know, kind of have to apologize to Brett Bear because I was going through some final. Yes, we're very excited about this car next weekend. Um, you know, Brett, Brett has taken, uh, he's, he's a New York Times best-selling author. Uh, of course, his book's number one after week one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's a great story. I can relate to certain portions of uh, Ulysses' life uh, in, this, in this novel. But uh, yeah, well, I, we have to apologize to Brett Bear because we're in the car going around the speedway the other night. And I, I'm asking for final artwork approval. And I'm getting very, very short answers on email from Brett. Like, yes, sir. Uh, are we good to go next week? Yes, sir. Uh, okay, uh, can I push this to the print? Awesome. And I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I looked down at the time, and, and then I, I let a few select words fly from the passenger seat in the car because I realized it's 539 our time, and he's in the middle of special report. So, <laughs> he's so, on TV. You know? So he's doing his show, yeah. and uh, uh, so I backed off, and I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, we just interrupted him in the middle of a show, and he said, thank you, mid-show approval, by the way. <laughs> so um, it, it's we're, we're very excited uh, about next week. Uh, this is, um, with every sponsor, and especially new sponsors, you deal with uh, and, and, and our at our level and, and our budget of a team, you, 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 it is a roll of the dice. I mean, you, obviously, you want to be consistent week in, week out. And um, I mean, poor Brett's had some some tough luck, uh, I would say, <laughs> initially with us. And then we, we finished. We, we also finished, but um, we really want to run well, and, and this is such a unique opportunity to do that. Um, and, and, and here we have Kia Sarah and, and Connectus Wireless this week. It was a great partnership. A lot of work has gone into this, this marketing opportunity with those guys. And, and everybody can, uh, Neil and, and uh, Rick 
and John Scully and those guys that are over at there at, at, at Connectus, they've put in so much work and, and you can read all about our partnership with them at Connectus.com, Connectus spelled with one N. And, um, and then we go into Kansas and we have a very unique opportunity to run uh, the Ulysses S. Grant to Rescue the Republic car. And, and it, it's uh, to bring a newsman into the sport was a great opportunity. It was really good. So we, we want to run, I mean, we really want to finish the season on a high note. We have three races left. We have Kansas next week, Martinsville the following week, and then we have Phoenix. And, and I think you'll see some very good things to come from us. And you guys are going to be in Kansas next week. So we look forward to doing this again one week from now. Yes, wow. absolutely. Thank and, ho and, ho and hopefully with a great result. But, uh, but, but yes, congrats to, uh, I mean, what a finish today, David. Absolutely. 20. Awesome, man. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. it. How about David, uh, huh? Yes. Come on. I mean, I want to put the, I mean, my goal is to put this man back in victory lane one more time. And I'm still not going to walk away after that. But because I know you won't. You'll go, Absolutely. I mean, you know, you're not, you're not ready to start. Yeah, I mean, there's a career cutting your grass with scissors, but there's a career, there's a career still in racing. And he's got so many years left in him. And he's got Absolutely. all the energy he's got. So, Absolutely. I mean, Keep digging, and we're, we're going to be there. We're, we're all going to be there. Man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. We will see you guys next week in Kansas. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. David, any uh, final Ooh. thoughts before we go here? Man, I, I just want to uh, – I, I, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great Paul Walters, Mary Walters, Joanne Powdrell and her husband James, and just Jack, Rita, just all the friends and family, you know, my wife, and just – and it's cool having everybody here, you know. But I, I want to say uh, thank you to my sponsors, Connectus, Kiyosera, Waterburger. I mean, there's just on and on. There's so many of them, you know. And, and uh, just, just, just blessed to have everybody. And uh, we love on all our sponsors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, it was a great race weekend. I'm looking forward to Kansas next week. Uh, just, just to be able to race an Xfinity race again next week. Having Brett Bayer on my race car, what an honor mm -hmm. that is. I mean, I, I mean, you got to pinch yourself. Brett Bayer, yeah. I mean, you know, who, I, who, you know, that's cool. You know, having Waterburger and Connectus and, golly, man, it's just, uh, you can't, you know, it's just hard to believe sometimes you got that this is all happening, you know. It's happening. But, uh, but man, yes. absolutely. <laughs> but, man, Dominic, you guys, man, Y'all are uh, Tyler. Man, Tyler. <laughs> man, this, our podcast, man, you guys do a great job week in and week out. And uh, all the fans that watch us, thank you for watching us. And, uh, bring, bring everybody in. Anyway. Everybody come in behind come us. On, on. Absolutely. Uh, as everybody's coming in, Dominic, your final thoughts as we get out of here. You know, what, a, what a fun race week. I look forward to doing this again with you guys in Kansas. And I can't believe we're coming up on the one year of doing the show together. It doesn't seem like that. Yeah, and uh, also... Uh, a big week for the Studio Soapbox Network. Uh, you know, we've been uh, we launched this thing. You know, with uh, with my show, the Jones Report, ten years ago, and now this show's taken off. And this week we'll have uh, our new show with uh, Luke Slayball debut and Raw Tools. But uh, we're offering a five day a week lineup now at Studio Soapbox, and uh, you have David on board, Dominic, myself, Luke, uh, Bo O'Connor. Check out all our shows. Uh, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, including this show right here. Leave us that five-star review or don't leave us one at all. 
and uh, also check us out on YouTube and uh, our social media channels, Facebook, David Star Podcast, Twitter, at Star Podcast, and by email, davidstarpodcast at gmail.com. So that's where you can find us. We're off to Kansas next week, my home track. So we go from your place to my house. Awesome, man. And uh, we'll have a great time. So looking forward to it. Going to have a lot of familiar faces out there. We mentioned <laughs> Brett Bear on the car. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So we'll do this show again live after the race. Be looking forward on all your social media channels. We'll have some updates coming up uh, next Sunday. Uh, how about this crowd, guys? Thanks Let's for Checkered flag out on this episode. How about we, we get a, a Let's Go Racing chant on three? You know, we'll, right. we'll, Y'all ready? We'll I like that. that. I like that. You ready? Yeah. All right, here Let's we go. go. One, two, three. Let's, Let's go, go racing! racing! Woo!